So we really picked a good one oh. to oh. talk about <laughs> a lot. Did they use yeah. our ratings? Yeah, I think so. I think mostly it's from us and the people we bring to watching the show is, is what's pushed it over the top. We're two and zero oh, then, because we, you know, we did the same with the Orville. <laughs> yeah, we kind of we're like getting these TV shows. We're talking about them. And once they're they're like a baby deer, and then once they're walking fine, and they no longer need our milk, we let them free. And then you know, unfortunately, sometimes like the Orville, they can't survive on their own, and that's just nature—the nature of the beast. Okay, here I am. Okay. So I think you're about to say great observation, Kevin. Something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say, Kevin, you have <laughs> definitely secured. Uh, Immunity from the the surgeon scalpel this week for that great observation you just made, and before there's I even introduced you, yeah, there's definitely going to be a scalpel. Oh, probably, okay. I mean, depending on time, I have to leave in 45 <laughs> minutes, no matter what, or 40 minutes now. Uh, so I might have to just sneak it in very fast before I go. Uh, but yeah, let's let's introduce everybody now. Uh, Kevin, Doctor Doctor Kevin O'Brien, alien expert. Special Agent, FBI All-Star, Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And of course, we've got Miranda, the security officer. Wait, wait, no, I'm going to go Tim next, actually. Sorry, Miranda. Uh, Just hold on to what you're going to say. We've also got uh, uh, Special Agent Tim. Tim is uh, the the winner of the Sharpshooter Award at Langley, Virginia, 13 years in a row. Wow, Tim, this is a new thing for you. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Uh, you mean, sorry, you mean podcasting is new for me? <laughs> right. Yes, of course. <laughs> Sniping has been your number one top thing that you've always done. But uh, I just have never mentioned it on the show before. You, you, you said you didn't want me to because you were being too modest or whatever. And I finally talked you into it this week that we would let me say it. Yeah. And honestly, in the moment now, I am a little bit uncomfortable just because you know, I made my name for myself in the sharpshooting world and I just want an honest take from the fans in the podcasting world. I don't, you know, I don't want to be like that actor who releases an album and people just like it because they're an actor, mm-hmm. but I figure I we're two and a half years into doing podcasts together at this point <laughs> and we're not going to get any more popular without me doing this boost tactic. So <laughs> I'm bringing, I'm bringing over all my Sharpies. Okay. Yeah. And if, if anybody's a fan of, who are the guys? Uh, Bullseye, uh, <laughs> Deadshot. Any of those guys is basically what Tim is. Who are those guys? Um, I don't know, like Tim types. Okay, <laughs> now I get it. Yeah, you know, folks, folks in the sharpshooting community, like my good friend Shooter and <laughs> my mm, other good okay. friend Trigger Man. Hey, Kevin, you really should have started with Shooter and Trigger Man. Like, start with the well-known people. Don't just go (laughs) jump into the obscure sharpshooters. I think Kevin was just trying to impress Tim with his breadth of knowledge of the uh, (laughs) sharpshooting world. It's how deep I can go on sharpshooter knowledge. I mean, I'm no match for Tim, but I like to just, you know, kind of pretend get my feet wet. (laughs) Yeah, and sharpshooting is all about having wet feet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it lowers your center of gravity and you shoot better. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, please welcome to the show, security officer. I delayed this long enough. Please welcome to the show, security <laughs> officer Miranda. Thank you. Finally. Yeah. Sorry for sorry for delaying you, but I, I wanted to uh, let you go last so you can also introduce your friend that you brought on the show. I brought a special guest today who's a lawyer because I said we were going to get a lawyer and I did it. And so just consider that when you're handing out the surgeon scalpel this week. Um, and today our guest is my friend, Pat Reisinger. He is an associate at which is a law place. Yeah, and his work phone number is... You can stop. That is... That's true. <laughs> that, now, don't. as a lawyer, you cannot lie. Um, so. <laughs> so, so far, the, the uh, for for Pat's introduction, the listener has heard a long string of beeps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Pat, He's thank you lawyer. for being That's here. That's the important thing, right? Yes. Pat was very, seemed very, you know, gung-ho at first. Yeah, say whatever you want. And then I think (laughs) something kind of got to him during the introductions. (laughs) He was like, maybe I don't. (laughs) I get, I get, I get enough calls. I don't, I don't want, I don't want more phone calls. That's about all it is. People just call you out of the blue? Uh, yeah, sometimes. What do they say? Uh, I mean, it's, you know, like, it's mostly just like telemarketers. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's like regular, regular out of the blue calls. <laughs> oh, they mostly get the numbers they call from this show. So you're going to get more of them. Yeah, we, we have a lot of potential murder victims that listen to this show. So this is, uh, you might get a lot of lawyer based calls. Although you're not, um, from what I understand, Miranda told us you are not a mur- big murder lawyer. Not a big murder lawyer. No, I'm not. I, uh, I, I buy and sell airplanes. Uh, as a career that is that is what i do buy and sell airplanes yep that's what i do you never uh, get you to keep a... any of the airplanes what's that you never get to keep any of the airplanes that you buy no no uh, well i i don't i don't buy and sell the airplanes i i help other people buy and sell the airplanes. that's so how often are you in the courtroom and you're saying um, your honor, my client, there's no way that he could have done this. And, uh, you need to exonerate of the crimes, right? I'm not really familiar with, uh, the courtroom, but, uh, there's something like that. Like your honor, he didn't do the crime given the airplane. Uh, how, how often do you want me to be? In the courtroom? <laughs> um, I mean, ideally I for us, like pretty often, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's like two, three times a week. Okay, cool. Oh, great. Okay. That's way more than me. <laughs> so now you're familiar. Lawyer, though, so, yeah. Uh, rarely, rarely an airplane involved. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you held a gun to my head and said, tell me what a lawyer does, I'm thinking if you better give me at least 100 hours to come up with buy and sell airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling? It wasn't something that I had in mind when I was going to law school. (laughs) So you weren't a kid, and you weren't making model airplanes and thinking, "I want to buy and sell these one day." But in a lawyer uh, (laughs) kind of way, (laughs) 
You're building the models thinking, I really wish I knew the nuts and bolts of contract, like fine print between airlines on lease agreements. No, not something I had in mind. Although that's, yeah, that turns out to be like exactly what I. (laughs) So this is the Prodigal Son uh, podcast and the official. And um, are are you uh, in any way familiar with this uh, television series? I heard of it. The first I heard of it was when Miranda invited me on the podcast. <laughs> okay. I thought lawyers were smart. Are you saying that? Are you saying, <laughs> okay. first, are you saying that's the first that you heard of our podcast, or the first that you heard of the Fox Television Show Prodigal Son? I, I the first I I heard of the Fox Television Show Television Show Prodigal Son. You had told me about your podcast, <laughs> and I thought I was coming on okay. to talk about the Orville. Oh, oh, that's a yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, and airplanes and spaceships. That actually, there is a lot of crossover in that area. So maybe we should have got you on earlier. I think this yeah. is Miranda's fault. No, no, that's just that's just <laughs> me and Miranda. <laughs> Thank you. If you spent a lot of time before this episode, like brushing up on space law, I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, so on a recent episode of this podcast, so the the. Or no, not the podcast, but the TV show. The Prodigal Son, who is, by the way, the son of a serial killer. That's like the thing on the show. Like He, he is a FBI profiler, but his uh, father is also a serial killer. But um, he's, not, he's not with the FBI anymore. Now he works with NYPD. Right. Yeah, he works freelance for the NYPD. Um, he, he recently freelance lied. Freelance profiling. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of, uh, he dabbles, I guess. It pays the bills. Okay. Um, does he, he, or does mommy pay the bills? Yeah, I think mom pays the bills. Well, I mean, mom pays the bills. But... I mean, a, me- a member of a prominent family is not going to be living on the street. He needs his 8,000 square foot loft. <laughs> With his bed right by the window, he can jump out of. But regardless, this guy, he is solving crimes, uh, mm-hmm. but he's not part of the law so i think the reason we got you that's the reason we got you on here because there was a lot of stuff where we were watching the show and we said this can't be legal (laughs) and miranda says i have a friend who's a lawyer who can help us yeah and then that guy and then that guy uh, said he was too busy (laughs) yeah or he didn't want to be associated with it or something (laughs) (laughs) and miranda said well I know another guy who buys and sells airplanes. (laughs) 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 Seems pretty close. Pretty close to what we're looking for. Close enough. And now, um, this is a a side, um, but Miranda also told us that you recently secured the bag. (laughs) Like a major bag. Wait, sorry, what? The bag? Um, You secured a bag? Heard you made your nut lately. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> what are we talking about here? Um, so oh, some people deal. you had a big deal or something. When they get the bag, they I've never heard of. I've never they heard fumble of it. You're the bag, <laughs> and you flipped it and tumbled it. Is what we're we're saying. <laughs> you I, never have heard secure the bag, and you're securing these major bags. This is crazy. Uh, no, I. This never... is like. Uh, have you even heard of Andrew Yang? Have you even like paid attention to what Andrew Yang is saying these days? I, I do know who Andrew Yang is. Is um, he securing the bag? 
like one of his slogans. I think he has shirts that say secure the bag, which no is way. insane. Yeah. <laughs> what? Really? No <laughs> yeah. His plan is he wants to give everybody like a, their own little bag. Oh, the thousand dollar bag. I, oh, yeah. Okay. I get it. Wow. Oh, UBI. Okay. So, no, I was just trying to say that like you, so you are familiar with prominent people because you're securing these large bags and these large sums. So even though you don't, Maybe uh, maybe you won't be able to tell us um, if something's legal or not, um, but you will be able to at least say, I know a guy is kind of like that. Yeah, maybe. Because he's also rich. I mean, I, I know I sometimes deal with rich people, I guess. There we go. That's the connection I'm looking for. <laughs> Every freaking morning you look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I really don't know you, and I feel like we're... But the whole premise of this episode is we're asking yeah. you ridiculous and questions. This is how so. you get. This is how you get to know each other. Yeah, yeah. You guys both live in New York, so you're best friends after that. Every time we have a guest on, I always feel like afterwards, like, oh, I should have said before we started, we're probably going to say mean things to you, and I always forget to actually say that. I feel like that was Pat. Did you know that that's what was going to happen? Uh, I guess I didn't necessarily, it wasn't made explicit, but I kind of figured. Okay, good. Wonderful. Pat, you're doing so good so far. Uh, <laughs> listeners, write in hashtag Pat's doing great. Um, yeah. Let us know. You have listeners? Okay. Uh, now this is, okay. This, this is, guy can uh, get around Okay. He's All dishing right. it out. He's taking it in. He's dishing it out. We like We're going to take that into account in the upcoming performance review halfway through the episode. <laughs> Just sack Pat, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so we have questions, but, right? Yeah. We should ask questions <laughs> about the law. There was a recent episode where um, the prodigal son, who is, by the way, like we said, a freelance, just a consultant for the NYPD, um, he lied to a uh, to a suspect or somebody, uh, you know, a person of interest in the case, um, telling him he was going to die soon because he was in the <laughs> ER because he'd been hit by a car. Uh, so he should confess to prodigal son and give him some uh, evidence in a murder case. Uh, which the the guy did believe him and did give him evidence and uh, some information about the case uh, is like totally uh legal. totally that's legal. totally that's okay totally legal yep oh cops, wow cops so, don't lie to you they cops do not what? have to tell you the truth totally so are you legal. telling me that sometimes cops are tricking me <laughs> <laughs> you should assume that the cops are not telling you the truth. You know, this actually happened to me one time, and I don't know, this might be revealing too much, but one time I had some uh, marijuana on me, and a cop, well, he like sm smelled it. He's like, if you give it to me, you won't get in trouble. I was like, okay. So I gave it to him, and then I got in trouble, and I was like, uh, this is uh, feels illegal, but now you're telling me that that, that was just, I just got tricked, and I just, yeah. I'm a sucker. Yeah, you, yeah. That was that was the dumb thing of you to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, agreed. That's uh, that's that's the plot of our idiot brother, which I recently watched all of the whole thing. Well, that's oh, wow. me, I guess. Maybe I just the watched, idiot brother. <laughs> maybe I just watched my idiot brother. Um, <laughs> now my answer, whenever the police ask me anything, is I'm not going to say anything until my next podcast recording when my good friend Pat will be on. <laughs> <laughs> So your legal advice, and we just, I should just make this clear that this is not a, 
This yeah. is not like a consultation. This isn't. Uh, yeah, you are not my clients. No we, one listening to this is my client. And we're not right. going to get any kind of invoice later on. <laughs> That's a good point too. Thank you, Kevin. No, no, my 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 advice is not worth. You're not looking for the bag right now. No, not looking for the bag. Okay. As long as you're not looking for a lawyer. Okay, so your your advice. I mean, you know, how should we call it? Your suggestion to me is to run from that police officer if i am <laughs> that seems like that sounds like a good idea yeah okay all right cool or at so least not has... just take him at his word and, and give him your marijuana yeah he seemed really nice though <laughs> uh so prodigal son what happened uh oh yeah he was uh he was uh so we can lie so cops can lie that's something we're learning um Okay, now if a cop, uh, what what else happened in this episode? Uh, not, okay. so <laughs> if a cop steals your camera and says, yeah. "I won't give it back to you unless you come down to the station with me," do I have to go down to the station with him, or could I say, "Officer, please, can I have my camera back?" I mean, you can say, "Please, can I have my camera back?" But he's probably not going to give you your camera back. That's, you can just take your allowed stuff? to do that. Uh, you know, there's. I, like this is it, I'm pretty sure this is like a controversy that like that like cops go around like seizing property and and you know and and they just say oh it's evidence or whatever. Um, I, I think that uh. there that there's like there's like periods in which they have to give it back, but but it's not right away. That makes me think, why didn't, in this episode, they never say, oh, we need this for evidence. They're just like, we're going to smash your camera and break it. <laughs> so I guess they could have just said, we need this for evidence. But instead, they were just threatening to smash his camera. Um, damn, oh, so it's, know. cops are not coming out if, great in this interview so far. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's an airplane? Can they take your airplane? <laughs> Uh, well, that that depends. Do they have a uh, do they have a, a license and do they have a, no. a, a are they oh oh well are, do they have a, do they have a subcontract with someone who does have a license? No, that's just it's just the prodigal son who comes over and he's like, I'm gonna take your airplane unless you confess. Well, he probably can't fly it in domestic airspace. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they weren't gonna use the camera either. They were just black or not blackmailing. What's it called when you steal something from someone and tell them they have to do something they don't want to do or that you're not giving it back? Is that extortion? Kidnapping? That's the word. Okay. Now, I, I have a further question about that episode, which I think one of the things that we were talking about was if, if, well, I guess let's start this way. If a cop finds out something in an illegal way, like if, if a cop or, or the prodigal son finds out, you know, oh, here's where all the secret drugs are hidden or whatever it was in the episode. Yeah. yeah. And then they go there and then they go in there like, well, now we've got all this evidence of the illegal drugs. Is that yeah. okay? Okay. So this, that, that is, that is, you're, you're hitting upon something called the fruit of the poisonous tree doctrine. I just want to ah, say yes. that's, that's the exact phrase that i used when we recorded the episode about it and nobody believed me so thank you pat <laughs> um so so yes and no so so it is not so it, it's not illegal right so 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 there's this there's this rule called the exclusionary rule and and i i did get an a in criminal procedure so okay 
you okay. can you can take this for what that was something else i was gonna ask like you do go through regular lawyer stuff and then they say okay well how, you maybe you you're more fit for the airplane stuff <laughs> <laughs> you you get a job and then you do what you're <laughs> Hey, getting a job, you got you're more than you got you got to step on me on that one. So, um. <laughs> so, um, so, so, th- so, so, there's this thing called the exclusionary rule, and it, you know, it's it's not actually written in the Constitution, but uh, mm. I, I can't remember the the case. People who are better at at you know cases can can tell you the name. It's it's a famous case, but um, the the so so there's this requirement that you get a warrant that's uh that's due process or whatever and um and if you don't get a warrant the remedy for for not getting a warrant is that any any um any evidence that you obtain that the cops obtain without the warrant is excluded from the trial so uh you know you can you can think well okay what about if if they get some evidence and then also some other evidence that they wouldn't have known about but for finding this this you know this first piece of evidence and 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 if the cops can't think of another way that they would have known about the evidence other than by the by the uh the excluded evidence then it is fruit of the poisonous tree. So, mm. for example, say you say the cops uh, enter an apartment uh, without a warrant, um, and they find a I don't know they they find they find a they they find a key to a safe, and it's got an address tied to the it's got an address tied to the key. So they go to the they go to the safe and they open it up. And there's all these all these drugs in there. Those drugs are food nice. for the poisonous tree, unless the cops can say, "Oh, we would have found them out anyway." It sounds like they would always just say, "Oh, we would have we would have found that out anyway." Yes. Like, and that's and that's what tends to happen. In- and this plays into the little thing where cops are kind of liars sometimes. In their- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So. This is, and I've heard of this uh, fruit of the poisonous tree. I think someone maybe I mentioned it on a previous podcast. But um, <laughs> there, uh, does this mean that if you're in an apartment, or, or like say they illegally searched uh, this apartment, you know? Uh, well, although in the in the shows they tend to be like, "Oops, I leaned on the door too hard and it busted <laughs> open," or something like that. But if they find a videotape of you murdering somebody. And then they show it in court and then they're like, oh, no, that evidence was obtained illegally. And then they have to say, OK, jury, pretend you didn't see the video where the guy murder, where the video of the, of the murder. <laughs> Is that has there ever been anything like that at that extreme? I, I mean, I probably but I, I don't know of anything specifically. Um, no. But it's the possible, theme. like theoretically, that's something yeah. that. Um, yeah, it sounds like, and the jury's supposed to disregard it. And you know, my understanding is from from you know trial lawyers that juries tend to do their job, and they tend to not consider evidence that they're not supposed to consider. Oof. Is it is it possible that something is like 
they consider it's it's not possible for the jury not to consider it. like if it was literally a video of a guy doing the murder well, then they, and then they just throw it out and do a new trial then they do a mistrial yeah. oh, okay okay I see then they just have somebody make a copy of the tape and they like find it at a at a blockbuster or something <laughs> <laughs> okay i have another question it's from an earlier episode of the show say you are not police, you're a private citizen consultant and you're with police <laughs> and you're, I forget exactly how, but they get into bad guy's apartment and yeah. let's assume they got in legally. That's not the part I'm interested in. And they see a guy tied up in a chair <laughs> and he's got yeah. like handcuffs. He's tied up really, really well. And then there's a bomb that's going to go off in like 60 seconds. And then private consultant guy goes and gets a saw and starts to saw Max. the guy's hand off. But the guy's saying, to no, don't do chair. that. And then he saves the guy's life because uh, he gets him out with, you know, with his hand off. What's the law around that? Um, I mean, that's, <laughs> that sounds like just a personal injury case, right? Because, I mean, yeah, there's, there's crime involved. But, um, I mean, the more interesting question is, to me, what would the damages be? Because, you know, if, if he gets the guy out, then, yeah, he cut the guy's hands off, and that's irreparable damage, but you gotta weigh that against, well, this guy's gonna fucking die. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I think that the damages would be would be nominal in that case. Isn't that a but, law where you're allowed to uh, try to save someone's life or something like that? Uh or like you, they can't sue you if they're choking and you break their ribs, giving them the Heimlich or something like that. No, I mean they can sue you, but fuck. <laughs> no, you, can, you can sue anyone for anything, but like, but that doesn't mean you're gonna you're gonna win, and 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 that's that's a that's a risk that everyone takes when they when they try to sue. Is that oh, I see. You, they're going to you not s- win, or or you're not going to get any damages. How do you sue some? Is there like a form that you fill out that's like the sue form and you have to describe the case and like give it to the courthouse or something? Yes. Short answer, yes. <laughs> but I think you hire a lawyer to do that, right? Yes. So. Yeah. You, you hire a lawyer to do that. Um, you hire a litigator to do that. Uh, uh, you know, if, if, you, if you are a lawyer, per, per, perhaps you can do it pro se. And, and in many states, you can do it pro se. Uh, depending on how big your damages are, it might make sense to do it, you know, just on your own. Tim's got uh, huge damages, so I think. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it would affect the previous case at all um, if the if the judge were to find out that um, the, the person they cut the hand off uh, took it out in a cooler and then handed it to an EMT and said, here, let me give you a hand? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I do think that would affect me. <laughs> yeah, because okay, he's being very okay. he's being very willy nilly and humorous, and it's not one of those situations. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his eyes were were crazy. <laughs> yeah, what if his eyes are huge? Like it was like a, he enjoyed it. Like what if he's like it was fun? I enjoyed it, and I'm what if what if that guy's statutory what if... defense? Uh, that, that the statutory defense is uh, bugging. <laughs> <laughs> what if so, what if a wait, guy I, oh go no, ahead i've asked go. a lot yeah <laughs> thank you what if what if that guy's dad was famous for killing people and chopping them up 
So you're kind of like, oh, did you just chop off my hand? Because that's like what you like to do because your dad also did that. Uh, that is not admissible evidence. Is there any kind of sins of the father clause? <laughs> where... <laughs> um, pr- propensity cannot be used uh, to to establish uh, to to establish factual actions. Oh, that's great! That's the law of evidence. And I bet the show writers look this up. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, if the police have this private citizen come along and there's been like four or five times where he has almost himself died and also almost killed people and done questionable stuff. Like one time he knocked a guy off a building. Uh, Would the police get sued for like, what's the police burden for like, are they responsible for the actions if they bring a person like into a warrant search? Yes. Yes, of course they are. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know what the I don't know what the what the claims procedure is. Um, I think that I think that city city governments and particularly police have a have limited immunity, but there uh, there are uh, there are ways to to bring claims against against the police and and, and cities for for civil. Okay, so that means there has to be at some point in the show. Uh, uh, there there ha- is going to definitely. I mean, if this show is trying to be real, there has to be a scene where the captain sits down a prodigal son and Lou and all them and says, hey, look, you guys are doing you guys are costing us a lot of money because every single case that you've (laughs) solved, they're suing us for like a million dollars because all of the the potential victims are or hostages or whatever also get injured. And that's something they can do, right? Yeah, like hostages get injured by the police. They can sue, uh, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I I think that there's, I mean, there there would be a um, there would be a higher burden of of showing that the that the police were acting recklessly or something like that. I I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm sure that that well, you have to watch the show. <laughs> this it's they're acting pretty recklessly, <laughs> <laughs> and also like we said, this guy is not he does not work for the police. He got fired from the FBI, and his dad is a serial killer. So there's a lot of. It sounds very realistic. Yeah. <laughs> That's New York Pat, City. Pat, if you were if based on this podcast appearance, if you get offered to um, become a legal consultant to the TV show Prodigal Son, would you would you quit your airplane job and go do that instead? <laughs> I yes, I, I yes. I think oh. I <laughs> have you factored in the size of the bag? The... <laughs> I, I, I have. Yeah, I, okay. I might. I might get a. I might get a different playing job just for you know, moonlighting <laughs> what was the show that we watched one time criminal minds they have a plane in that i'm sure that uh, this is kind of unrelated to our other questions but um say you were approached uh, by an executive at a at a major um yes television studio mm-hmm. and they said okay so you've been watching this other show and it only has say like 10 to 12 episodes per season or whatever. Um, but we really need you to come and do this podcast about this new show. It's brand new. It's, it's going to be struggling. So we need your help. And, but then it turns out this new show is going to have like 22 episodes a season and mm-hmm. everybody's mad at you. Cause you're not watching the show fast enough. And um, it's, it's a lot of stress. Um, and Joel is being a dick about it. And he says, maybe next season there's going to be 26 episodes or something. Like, what can you do? What is your recourse in this kind of a situation? 
Uh, <clears throat> do you have a contract? No, no, no. This is all under the table yeah, stuff. Handshake agreement. Handshake, yeah. eye to eye contact. It's all We're spoken making... in codes. And... I mean, are you getting paid? Yeah, we oh. are. Well, that's I mean, also under the table. We don't want to talk about that okay, necessarily. No bag. No bag oh, involved. Who are you, Uncle Sam? They got out of here. <laughs> because, because I, I, I mean, I think, I think the, question, my, the, the better question is what is, uh, what is the TV executive? What is he? What? Sorry, I didn't hear you. What's, what's, what's his recourse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then answer that question. Uh, well, I mean, because neither <laughs> of you have any recourse. It sounds like it sounds like you're just doing this out of the goodness of your heart, and occasionally there may or may not be drinks purchased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The company card gets swiped every now and then. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it sounds sounds like uh, you're you are. Well, it's it's a lot like a month, right? Because like you know, but it's like. like can we like okay so he's taking us out for drinks maybe once a week allegedly hypothetically allegedly allegedly he takes us out for a couple drinks once a week okay but and our allegedly our what we're gonna do is watch and talk about an episode of prodigal son (laughs) now the amount of drinks we're getting is not uh, going up at the same rate as the amount of episodes are, are, are going in, uh, <laughs> is what I'm saying here. So is there any legal way that we can get maybe, if not him to take us out to drinks more than once a week, access to the company card? Uh, well, the first, the first way to do it would be to ask. Uh, ah. <laughs> How very smart. Can you do that for us? Uh, well, that that is something I do as a lawyer, but usually I get paid for it. Everybody wants a handout. Like in drinks, paid in drinks. Uh, well, do you let's... like chilies? Uh... Uh, well, put it this way: I, I couldn't put any requests on on the letterhead of the law firm. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. Of okay. course. Yeah, we, don't, yeah. we don't even really need yeah. to beep, beep. law firm. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I have a maybe a related question, which is uh-huh. like just hypothetically, if there were some podcast that's not us, and they started calling themselves the official Prodigal Son podcast, but they weren't, and anytime mm-hmm. people tried to be like, "This is not the official Prodigal Son podcast," they just went, "Yeah, it is." You know what? What might happen to them? Would they get in trouble? I I don't know that there's like a regulator of podcasts. Okay, it's Wild West. Yeah, so I I mean I think they can probably call themselves the official. the 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 risk that they have, I guess, is you know maybe maybe infringing on some intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, that sounds like uh, something that uh, the good people at Prodigal Son might want to take up. Yeah, like say these. Okay, Uh, to go further, let's say that the people that started this are the writers of the show Prodigal Son. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But we started our podcast first. (laughs) They may have wrote the show and started a little their little their little podcast now. But we started a podcast first. So it would be like if we started the Prodigal Son TV show right now. It's how I'm seeing it. And there's no, way, there's no way to convince me otherwise. So we can sue them for that, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's your damage? <laughs> oh, I'm f- uh, I, my taking bat. A, taking away from our listeners more. And- we're yeah, using the marketplace That's for sure. Class yeah. action. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I can't. What's, I can't sleep because. <laughs> I'm be looking pretty, for a rather a rather large bag. <laughs> <laughs> What's the bag, baby? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> hey, all right. all right. I like this. I like this. <laughs> yeah. No, a large bag makes me horny, baby. So if we can get. <laughs> If we can get at least a few Johnny like, Sack over here. Yeah. I'm try- yeah. I'm trying to get what, like five or six drinks out of this bag. <laughs> oh, wow. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're not allowed to do that. I think that's proof. So we don't even really need to even attempt to grab the bag. Uh, Prodigal Sun writer's room, please just send the bag on over, I guess. Send assist. <laughs> Cease and desist your podcast. And if you do a prodigal son podcast that's not about the Bible or whatever, you are being a criminal now because we are official. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's our lawyer said it. that you have to go to jail. You heard that. <laughs> now, this may be an unrelated question, but um, well, are you familiar at all with like men's rights, uh, oh, yeah. attorney, like marriage, uh, court, like yep. custody? I mean, okay. I, I don't, like, practice or believe in it, but I am familiar with it. Okay. Well, hmm. I guess you don't have to practice or believe in, uh, what's a good example? Basketball? <laughs> to know it exists, right? I mean, I, oh. I believe in basketball, though, so that's maybe a bad example. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to believe in basketball. Well, sometimes, but I do watch it, and I'm like, this is unbelievable what these guys are doing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> But uh, let's say I kill 23 people, I go to jail, blah, blah, blah. I get out of jail. My children are 30, 25, something like that. And now I want to uh, claim them. I want to start, they're my kids. I want them back. I want custody of these kids. I want four, I want four. They're 30, 25-ish, something like that. I don't think you get custody of children at 30, 25. Can I claim it's, them? But it's not it's, it's not, not fair because because you didn't get to have them when they were like ten. So now you should get those years back. Yeah, that's and, your damage. And my son is the one who <clears throat> snitched on me to the cops and put me in jail. Why would you want to be friends with him? Well, my, my son. Boy. He's my boy, and he's so much like <laughs> no, me. No, that is he a reminds good question. Me of <laughs> it is a good question, though. So I'm yeah. We should sit I and Cameron. Cameron wouldn't be friends. Cameron would not be friends. The son who snitched on his serial killing. That's probably true. Yeah. Cameron said he wouldn't snitch on a serial. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, he said if he's Anderson Cooper asked him, you got a serial killer living next door. Do you snitch on him? Cameron said, I'd probably move. Yeah. That's, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Cameron knows what's up. Yeah. Um, you know, if you can't afford to move, that sucks. But, um, you know, you just can't snitch on a serial killer. And Cameron also, I think uh, there's a this is something fun for all our listeners. Uh, he was in this movie and now I'm kind of forgetting the name of the movie. Um, fuck. Why can't I name mm. this movie? But he spits Suicide on Squad? A, no, no, no. <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> no, you're thinking of another rapper. Uh, oh, damn it. I am. <laughs> 
but uh oh i gotta uh, edit that out now. <laughs> i think it was belly uh and it's probably not belly though but uh there's a scene where a little girl um there's some guy who like tries to kill him and then he catches that same guy and he's with his daughter and the guy runs away and leaves his daughter there so cameron's like oh should i kill this guy's daughter as revenge and he doesn't and he just spits a big old loogie on her forehead and runs away <laughs> wow so it's just Google Cameron spits on little girl's face and it's a really fun YouTube clip for everybody. I'll, I'll do that. Not on my work computer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Looking at the time, it is time for us to stop. Uh, unless you guys want to go without me. Oh no, I think you gotta do the surgeon scalpel though. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. And I got to say, thank you, Pat, for being on the show. Oh, thank absolutely. you. Pat, this is with us. Thank you so much. Pat, do you have anything that you want to that you want to plug? Do you have anything you want to plug for yourself? Oh yeah, I mean, I guess like I've got a record label, you know. And what? Got, oh yeah, yeah, I've got by the Nike record. record. Yeah, by the Nike yeah. record. Miranda's band uh, put out a record on my label. Uh, I have a record by a band called Bad Bad. Uh, not just a clever name, huh? Um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, go to. Um, Actually, hang on. I gotta, I gotta find out what the URL is. <laughs> we should be telling people to buy your record every week, Miranda. What's going on? It came out like two years ago. I kind of forgot about it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not on Bandcamp. <laughs> not on SoundCloud. We're gonna go down a list. <laughs> it's pocketproducerrecords.bigcartel.com. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a uh, pocketproducerrecords.bigcartel.com. So pocket as in pocket as in the your back pocket producer as in like I don't know like Dr. Dre records.bigcartel.com. Pocket producer. Records. Okay. <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll put again. a link on the in the description. <laughs> uh, it'll be fine. We're gonna actually overlay that over the entire episode in the back. Just pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah pat thank you so much for being on and if you ever want to come on and like actually watch an episode and talk about it for a full episode you're more than welcome to all right all right well can i can i listen to the rest and put myself on mute oh no we're, we're gonna we're gonna stop because i gotta go but oh, okay. uh so the final segment we've got one more thing to do every week i give out the surgeon's scalpel to the person who deserves to die for their um their performance on the episode so far uh, Kevin got in very early with an immunity. Um, <laughs> so that's lucky for him. Yeah, what was that? What did I do to earn that again? I, you said something when I was not uh, on the call. Oh, no, I said something about, um, and I think it's really important to bring back up, about how human nature, uh, something about nature and animals. Okay. Um, uh, well, I, I guess I that doesn't count. I got us a guest. That's what I'm right. Yes, say. exactly. I got a great. Guest. I would feel terrible for for killing Pat after uh, the the great job he's done. It, it would not be me, by the way. It would be the surgeon, Doctor Whitley, that did it. But um, uh, Tim, I guess it's got to be Tim. Sorry, Tim. I mean, just oh, it's okay. <laughs> process elimination it's, it's you uh but yeah thank you so much for listening folks uh and actually i i i would just say dr whitley you better come fast because uh tim is gonna shoot you from a mile away if you come trying to slash him yeah with what 
with with a gun. He's a sharpshooter, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what I was. Yeah. I think it was gonna be with <clears throat> come or something. Like what was? I thought he because he said Doctor Whitley come fast, and I was like Tim is always <laughs> jacking off. I don't know. <laughs> Buzzcast.net. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.